Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Mostly. Well, we're back. We are. Our uh, our little um, holiday vacation is over. And, yes. Uh, we're back to watching uh, 80s movies. We are back to our old shit. Yep, we're, we're back on our bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> back for the attack. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, I, it was a good break, but man, I'm, I'm ready to get back into the, you know, recording booth and just start watching, like, shit movies again. Watch Schlock. Um, except for, like, you know, sometimes you come along, comes along a movie that is, uh, actually pretty good. Yeah, you, you enjoy it. Like, is it the best movie ever? Of course not. It's on this podcast. It's not going to be, like, no. a, like a masterpiece. I mean, it's not... I mean, nothing can be Death Force. But no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, every once in a while we do get a little treat, you know? We get a little just entertaining nugget. Like this. Like this. Like what we watched tonight. Um, Just, just damn good stuff. Yeah, it's called Scared to Death. Scared to Death. Very... Um, very kind of nondescript title, but it is what it is, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it works for the, I guess, the narrative or whatever they were going for. I mean, like, I'm none sure of them get scared to death because there's, like, a actual thing that kills them. But, you know, it's fine. I'm sure it looks fine on a poster. I'm sure, you know, they just were like, okay, well, we can't call it, like the name of the monster or whatever so that's let, too bad let's just go with i guess scared to death that's generic but it works whatever. because it's a horror movie you know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i don't know just like a nice like monster movie with like genetic experimentation going yeah genetic on. mutations and Making new life forms and what I like most about this movie is uh, before we get into it, like this, like we got we get so many movies where it's just like filled to the brim with just bullshit scenes that have nothing to do with the what narrative they're trying to tell, mm-hmm. and they just go on for way too long, and nothing happens, and then it goes nowhere, and then we finally get to the narrative because they had to pad out time. But this is like an hour and thirty mi- 36 minutes, and it doesn't waste your fucking time. Yeah, you know what it this just is? goes. We watched a movie called The Dark. Yes. Which was bad. Very bad. It, it hurt my feelings greatly. Well, yeah, because like, you couldn't see anything. It was literally, yeah, The Dark. Get it? Yeah, because that was the, the dark. movie itself. <laughs> um, but also, because it was boring as fuck, nothing happened. But this is that this is literally that it's the same fucking story except in the dark it's a stupid alien um but this is literally that but good and yeah what it, a concept it's weird because it's like they watched the dark and were like i could do better and they did because <laughs> it's a movie about these about a police cop and a former cop investigating these killings that are going on in Los Angeles at night by a weird thing. Yeah, it's always at night, and the murders are, like, seemingly, like, at random. Yes. No one knows what the deal is. Um, 
and like I said, one person's a cop, the other person's a former cop in the movie, they're currently like an author, and there's even a love interest for the non-police officer, just like in The Dark, but this works, whereas The Dark just falls on his fucking ass. You know why this works, though? Because it's bathed in scenes that are actually well, like, lit. You know why? Because The Dark looks like a potato, and this has that glorious 80s style with just, I don't know, like, scenes... Like, you just take, just watch the opening scene, and, like, you know. You know what it is. Well, it's, like, it's kind of crazy, because in the 80s, you get this distinctive, like, almost, like, colorful palette. Because mm-hmm. they used a lot of, like, weird lighting effects and, like, harsh shadows, but, like, they did a lot of uh, experimentation with, like, color. Yeah, you get lots of... I don't know. It just makes the scenes more memorable because in a way they kind of pop. Yes. It like, it like, I don't know. Because what's it, happening on screen isn't like inherently interesting or important necessarily to the narrative, but because it's got that style, it just, it makes it more entertaining. It's interesting because this movie, like, you know, however bad you might think it is, at least you can take away one thing. It actually is, like, pretty well directed, and I would say the shots are set up really well where you mm-hmm. can actually see stuff. Like, this is a pretty good-looking movie. Like, they didn't have to go this hard in making it look this good. For a low-budget movie, this is... It looks really yeah. good for, like, a low-budget movie. Yeah. Um, I would say it's one of the better-looking movies we've watched in recent memory. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not quite Fiend. Oh, God. But, you know. I barely remember what happened in Fiend. Nothing. It was rear window, but stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, yeah. So, I mean, let's get into it. We'll do uh, Scared to Death because uh, sim- scared, scared super to death. simple plot, really. Like, good. I mean, good. I mean, it, like I said, it doesn't waste your time. It's no. just a super simple plot. They tell what they mean to tell, and then it's over, and then you're done. It's just an hour yeah. and 30 minutes, and you can enjoy yourself, and, and then you have a nice on. old time and move on with your day. Like, it's, yep. it's fine. It's good. If you like monster movies, it's good. But starts with, like, a disclaimer. Remember? Yeah, about, like, genetic mutation and how we're, like... Like, this movie is currently fiction, but it doesn't... It might happen later in the future because genetic experiments and all that. And then we get scenes of, like, a sewer. Like, garbage going... Like, garbage flowing into the sewer and stuff. And then we get, like, a POV of someone walking around a sewer looking at... I didn't know what the fuck they were looking at at first, but later on you find out what they're looking for so so it's like they got me there it's like ambling and shuffling around and then it goes out of the sewer and goes to some woman's house and watches her undress and it goes like looks through the windows and we get again just style yeah where we get like blue lights f- flowing onto the woman through like the window and then the room itself is bathed in red it's just all very very style like Mucho they, style. Yes. They established great. the shots before they actually like set action, which was 
Yes. Very much appreciated because we haven't seen that in a minute. It's not just put down camera and film flat with flat lighting. It's just like we got actual craft going on. But she's on the phone and some guy invites her to a film festival. She turns him down. She's painting her nails. Power goes out. So something, remember, something breaks and that alerts her. She thinks it's like her cat. Yep. And then she goes out and the power goes out. And she gets a candle, starts she, looking around the rooms, back and forth, and gets attacked by um, something. It looks like a, it oh, almost looks like a xenomorph. It looks like the xenomorph from Alien, like, but with like eyes, like human eyes, kind of. Sort. Of, it's kind of weird. Like, it doesn't fully show it, but it does have like a like a conal like head. And, like, has, like, this weird pronounced jaw that comes out. Yeah, and we'll get more on that part of it. But we We'll just, get more similarities to a xenomorph, actually. So. We will, with some added flavor. Yes. But it kills her. We see, like, a, a, a dab of blood on, like, a doll. And the scene ends. Yep. So next is the, um, we get our detective. Our main our, our cop. Main, our main cop detective. Who's investigating it, and we know that there's been, like, a series of murders. Yeah, so they're investigating this one, which is, like, number whatever. It's like number 10 or 11. Yeah, there's, like, been just this huge mystery about, like, just random people getting murdered at night in kind of the same way. Yeah. And they're like have no, they have no leads. They don't have anything. And this cop shows up and is telling him like, I've got you know, I've got the mayor on my ass. I've got everyone on my ass. Like you have to like do something. And he's like, Well, I can't just you know arrest like the first person I see. Like we have to investigate this. Like he's like maybe we could talk to Lonergan. Lonergan. And the captain is like, Absolutely not. He's like, like, No, there's no. You cannot bring Lonergan on this one. And the next scene is our guy. He's talking to his publicist. Because he's an author. Yes. So he's a former cop turned author. Yes. Um, and he's talking to like his publicist, and the publicist is just you know, yelling at him for like being late with whatever. And like writing the same book like a million times. And he's like, and they argue, Ed. Like, I, I like the writing in this. I'm not going to lie. I think it's funny. Now, the first thing you'll notice about Lonergan, though, is he gives absolutely zero, and I mean zero, fucks about anything. Because the the publicist is like, you know something? You're writing, it's garbage. And he's like, yeah, I know. But you buy it. <laughs> but you buy it. So I, I, I buy, I, I write what you buy. And he pulls, starts pulling out of this parking spot. And hits a woman's car. Yep. And then is so, like, nonchalant about, like, just hitting this woman's car. She, He's like, don't you watch where you're going? She's and she's like, like you were the one who ran into me. He's like, oh, I did? Oh. Well, maybe you should get a smaller car. You should get a, a smaller car. And she's all, well, this car is, like, a family heirloom. And, like, you crashed into well, it. Because he's like, like oh, I, I hit your, like, um, was it, like, the wheelbase or whatever. So it's like, this is going to be a hard one. She's like, this, I can't believe you did this. This is like a family heirloom. This is all this. Like, it's an antique. And then he's like, well. He's like, okay, I'm sorry. Here's my, like, office. personal information and my number. Like, I'll pay you. I'll pay you. Just, write, like, tell me how much I owe and I'll write you a check. I'll give you the money. 
And she's like, oh, you know, well, we're going to call the cops. And he's like, well, no, I don't have time. It's like, I, you don't understand. I got to go. And she's, she's just sitting there and saying like, well, we, we, uh, we need to call the cops. And he's like, no, I don't have time. And he just drives away. Basically. Don't forget, he keeps offering her his like candy. Oh yeah. What like, called? like atomic... atomic rocks. He's like, yeah, this sucks. It's like one atomic rock. It, like the popping rocks. Yeah, it's like pop rocks, I guess. Yeah, 80s pop rocks. It's 80s pop rocks. He also offers her a juicy fruit. He's like, oh, you don't like that? I got a juicy fruit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, zero fucks. Like, he does not care at all about, like, what this woman thinks or that what he anyone just thinks. crashed into her car. He is the most nonchalant person I think I've seen in a while in these movies. And I love it because... No, it's fun. He's, like, cynical, too, which is... He has, like, a cynical worldview, too, um, which we'll get to later, but, like... Because, I mean, I might have missed it. They don't really tell us why he quit being a cop. I almost get the feeling that he quit just because he was, like... This is all in my head, obviously, but I almost get the feeling that he just quit because he was so fed up with, like, all the dark shit he was saying. That's why he's the way he is. So he just writes hack novels now. So next scene, we see him with the detective. Playing chess. And they're friends. Yeah. And they're playing chess at his, like, dirty-ass apartment. His dirty fucking office apartment. His office slash apartment. And it's great. And they're just playing. And, like, he, you know, he's just bringing, he brings up, like, the murders. And the guy's like, forget it. He's like, I'm not getting involved with this. Like, I already told you. I'm done with, I'm done with all that stuff. And then the woman comes in with the the car. And the, and, and the cop is just like, who are you? Like, Oh, you're that crazy. Uh, I mean, you're the lady with the jag. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he said you'd be coming. And he leaves. And, you know, they have a nice conversation. He pays her with cash. And he overpays by, like... Like eight hundred dollars or some crazy amount, and then, you know, they're all. She's all like, she 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 likes him because even though he gives no fucks, he's totally willing to pay. Yeah. And then he asks her out to dinner. Well, so no, remember what happens is, he asks her out to dinner. She kind of like doesn't say yes, but doesn't say no, and then leaves. And then he leaves her like a rose and like oh yeah the the wheel well. For her car. For her car and a note. And he's like, I hope it's the right color. Like, you know, yeah. like you can like, re- <laughs> you know where to reach me and stuff. And then it's so cute because she leaves a note on his door. Saying like, I'll, I'll take you up on that date. And she's like, I'll be here by like eight or whatever. It's great. And then we get a weird scene of her like going to pick up the dude. Don't forget, we get a death. Yes. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, the girl in the car. Because there's a girl who gets, like, dropped off by her car, and she gets out. And she's, like, hanging out with friends, and she's like, oh, well, like, you know, like, don't <laughs> don't be concerned unless I don't answer tomorrow. Like, like you know, I can walk. Maybe I'll, like, maybe I'll wind up dead or something. Like, they're joking around that she's going to die, and I'm just like, wow, that's... Or she's like, I hope I make it home alive. It's a little on the nose, but okay, it's fine. And she walks, hears some noise... And then, like, gets in her car. Of course, car won't start. This scene is, like, surprisingly well done. Like, it could have been really dumb. Yeah. And it still doesn't look, like, fantastic. But at least it's not, like, really stupid. Well, 
there's effort. Yeah, like you can tell what's going on, and you can tell what yeah. they were going for. It's like it's pretty obvious. But there's effort because she can't start the car. Eventually, she starts the car and like, you know, starts like revving, and the wheels turning, but she's not going anywhere. Like her car is just not moving. And then we see behind the car, like in her rearview mirror, a fucking like a figure rise up. And so we know that that thing is basically like lifting the car and preventing her from driving. And eventually like walks up and like busts in and starts munching her. She puts her like hands on the window and there's like blood and like a bloody handprint. And a bloody handprint as we see her like getting nommed. And again, the lighting is well, yeah. like it's well lit. So you can tell exactly what's going on. Like you can see in the silhouette, like the alien behind her and her like trying to like get out and everything. And it's just, it's really well done. What a concept. It's like the dark, but good. This is literally that. Except there's no decapitation, which I, you know, I would have liked to seen. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't want to give any praise to the dark. So now we get a brief scene of a woman doing laundry. This is just after the woman in the car got gets murdered, and she, um, she sees like a news report about all these killings, and she's she just doesn't look. She looks uncomfortable, and then when she makes her phone call, and gets like it goes straight to voicemail, and then she just hangs up the phone and. I mean, we didn't know at the time who the hell she was. I thought she knew, like, the woman who got killed, but we'll find out later who she is. Um, And then after that, we get our writer and the woman. There, So she takes him to her house because he doesn't have any fancy clothes and she she wants to go to, like, this fancy restaurant. She shows up, like, decked out, and then he comes out of the back... And like, like a polo and jeans. And he just like looks at her and looks at himself as like, oh. And she's like, well, tell you what, we'll go to my place. Like, we'll go right. to my place. We can talk. I got steaks, whatever. And they go and they eat. It's all very, I mean, it's it's fine. It's, you know, it, it didn't, it's cute. It well, didn't... they talk about who she is. They talk about. Because he looked like her up because he's a detective. So he knows like her stuff, entire backstory. She like. She, her parents died in the car crash and all this, all stuff. this stuff like you get kind of more like character building that wasn't necessary but it's nice because we get more motivations of like why they do the things they do well we get i mean look at least we have like a fine scene of them to like you know, falling in love or whatever. Well, that's what I appreciate about some of these movies. It's like, they only have an hour and a half, but we still get like a world that's like lived in. Yeah. I think we were talking about that was where it's like, it's showing kind of what's going on in their daily lives. So yeah, not just these robots that just like write and like solve crimes. Spout exposition. Yeah. They're just not exposition machines because they go and like, you know, she puts on music and they talk and drink wine it's just normal people shit and it's good to see in a movie because it grounds the movie in reality yes and we and it gives us a chance to care about the characters yep and then we get a very like 80s 
kind of sex scene, I guess. It's like a very passionate, like love making scene, but like they don't show any nudity or anything. No, it's, we it's just like a hand caressing the side caressing of her, her lips, and then like caressing his like shoulder, like a big strong man, and then know? like <laughs> her like with like a light behind her. It's it's fine. It's totally fine. It, it, a light behind her, you forgot to mention, very feathered hair, and it's like shining through her feathered hair, like in like just total white snake style. It's great. It, it, it's awesome. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> this is like why we love the 80s, it's and great. I'm so glad we're here. And then we get a, a, a fun scene where it's like these two maintenance workers. Again. Uh, uh, I'm going to say it, I'm probably going to say it multiple times. Lived in world. Like yes. this is like this world is well lived in. There's lots of like b- kind of just scenes of like people being normal ass people. Well, you get scenes of like completely random characters and they still have like a personality. Right, they have things going on and they actually say like what they're doing and everything. Like I just I I don't know why. Like, it's such a simple thing to add to your movies, but I appreciate when they do it. Yeah, just, you know, because we know why the scene's there. We know that, that the characters are there to either die or meet the monster. But at least there's, like, a personality and... It just... It's fun. Uh, and the only reason I bring it up, I guess, well, I'll do... Uh, I mean, I'll just say this now. Um, it's because, like, a lot of, like, even new movies, like, we just have, like, these, like, exposition factories where they're just, like, they're just, that character is solely just there to just dump exposition onto you and the plot and everything and what's going on and hold your hand through the fucking whole movie. But there's no scenes of, like, where those characters will just talk to one another, like... Or be, like, normal people. Like, normal people. Yeah. Or, like, in this scene, where they just kind of riff on each other like friends but it's like all serious all fucking exposition all the time and i i i I am getting so tired of that like i just hate when characters Mm -hmm. are just there to do dump exposition because it's not realistic i know like i'm not sitting here explaining like like how the podcast is supposed to go like every single fucking time we hang out, you know, like (laughs) we will turn on the computer and then we will turn on the microphone. You will log into windows. Okay. Here's like what you're going to say. Here's what you're going to do. Here's how we're going to watch the movie podcast. A podcast is a thing where two men sit in a room and talk about movies. And like, yeah, it's like, no. Okay. And I'm not going to sit here and explain to the audience, like, oh, well, you know, a podcast. I mean, we're, we're part of a podcast. You know, a podcast is when you do this. And this, and this. <laughs> like, I'm not here to just dump exposition about random bullshit. No, clearly that's what this movie should have done. Um, but anyway, so I digress. I'm sorry I went off on a tangent there. But I just uh, I can appreciate when movies try and, like, do some, like, just random, life, like, side characters that actually have a personality and a life instead of just story fucking like yeah. a story machine <laughs> yes because you get this scene and like you know the guys like immediately like every time it's 3 a.m you know what they do they they call me they call us like why can't they call anyone else and like then then he's like going down into the series like you know what i was doing tonight don't you he's and like, he's like going down and the guy's like, like was it valerie he's like uh, uh, uh. he's he like okay like, i get the picture humping the the ladder he's like i get the picture <laughs> And he's going down there, and he mentions that it's cold, which we mentioned before, but, like, 
um, a lot of the other, like one of the other murder victims, like they also mentioned that they felt cold. And the one maintenance guy just goes, maybe it's Valerie coming back to get more. <laughs> <laughs> like just, but it's just like, it's just two friends like and shitting they're, on they're each other. They're just riffing on each other and they don't want to be at work and they're at work. It's great. Like it, it, it's good. It's, it's real life. Okay. Yep. And he walks through there and he's just like, I don't, I don't feel good about this. And he gets attacked. And the alien is like holding his head. It's like smashing it against the wall. Yeah, and like it, it almost looks like the aliens kissing him. We'll get to like why later because it doesn't exactly show it. Not right yet, now. but it does look like they're like kind of like almost kissing, and then he's like slamming his head. We'll get to that. Yep. So the other guy like gets scared and like f- kind of goes down and sees something. He sees something and then like somersaults backwards out of the sewer. He's, and then he gets the fuck out of there. And like... he like puts the manhole over and this like covers it like immediately. Yeah. And then they call they he calls the cops and now we get a scene of them investigating the sewer system. <laughs> and they're like not sure what's going on, but they see this like goo everywhere. So at and we forgot to mention, too. I, oh, man, we're doing bad at the details, right? <laughs> um, at every crime scene, they're, like, having this, like, sticky goo yeah. over everything. And, and no so one knows what the fuck it is. They find it, and he's... Uh... Is this where he tries to get the author again? Yeah, well, because he goes... He visits him again. And he sees the woman. And he's like... And then there's, like, a joke. He's like, oh, Oh, and his apartment's all clean. Yeah, because, like... It's, like, not dirty anymore. Before when she visited, like, when she sat down, he had to, like, clean, like, all these old newspapers off and dust it off. And now he... His friend comes in, and he's, like... You know, he touches the top of everything, and, like, there's no dust. It's all clean. And he's like, what happened? Well, and then she walks in with a file, and she's like, where where should I file these? And, like, the guy immediately knows what's going on. He knows something's up, and then they talk some more, and he's like, this is a great woman you got there. But then he gets down to business, like, you know, like, we're on, like, 13 deaths now, like... He's like, you gotta do something, I need you on this, like, you're, you're the only one that can help me. And he tells him again, like, no, I'm done. Yep, and like, the, guy gets, the guy gets frustrated and is like, well, like, you know, p- more people are gonna die if you don't, like, help me with if this. If you don't try. Like, people are dying, like, you, do you not understand that? And, like, just tries really hard, it goes nowhere because the guy's, like, super stubborn about, like, not wanting to join him on the investigation. But we get a lit scene. And then we get a scene of, like, a bunch of, uh, like, four, like, young adults. With roller skates. And roller skates in, like, an abandoned parking garage. And this is great. And it's good. Like, I I don't know. Because, like, again, you get this, like, nice, nicely lit, like, 80s parking garage. They're all, like, working on their roller skates and stuff. And then one of the... the, One of the girls has a shirt that says, like, you belong at the zoo or Mm -hmm. something. And like <laughs> again, flavor, and we get more. Well, because like, it's like, just... w- did, did we did the scene need them to be rollerblading in like high shorts? No, but fuck it, flavor. It's just I don't know. It's just a tr- again, kind of it, like, it adds personality. It adds like it grounds the movie more in reality because it's just people doing normal shit that you would probably yeah. Use. They're just hanging out a parking lot. And rollerblading, like, from the first, like, the top floor all the way to the basement. 
So one of the girls gets annoyed of waiting for the other ones because they're all fixing their rollerblades and stuff. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to go down. I'm going to do one round. And, and so she, she goes down and we get like these shots of like her rollerblading down. Falling her down. And then she gets down to the very bottom where her car is parked. And we see like the alien walking down the stair. Oh, not sorry. Alien. The, the monster thing. or thing, whatever. Why do I keep calling these things aliens in these reviews? Like it's always <laughs> aliens. Like what the fuck is wrong you with me? You just default. Every I just monster is an alien. An alien for some fucking reason. <laughs> like god damn it. Sorry, it's not an alien. It is not an alien. I need to repeat that for myself too. It's not an alien. It's not an alien. Um so the creature is like walking down the stairs and she hears something and gets kind of like freaked out. Well cuz she's like she's at the bottom and she's like taking off taking off her rollerblades blades and like putting on a like a hoodie and all this stuff. And she just keeps looking over to like where she kind of hears this noise. And she like grabs, um, her things and like starts like running, but then like sees something and drops her like roller skates and like runs, um, over to like this like door. And at first she hides behind like a pillar. Yeah. And then, um, I guess she screams because the people upstairs, they're like, like what was that? I think that was our friend. And like oh crap, we better go like help her. And so they start rollerblading they down. Start going down, and then she runs from like the pillar into, into like, like a maintenance closet. And while she's in there, the creature's in there, and this is where we see like what it's doing. So it's like it like holds like her face up to its face, and this like weird like snake tongue yeah this little pronged tongue starts coming out starts coming out and like into her mouth and like it's not exactly alien but it's kind of alien it's not alien but it's alien yeah it's, it's like fine. It's, it, fine. It, it's fine whatever it's it, it's different enough that it's it's okay i'm just saying someone watched alien and was like yep. i got this <laughs> <laughs> someone watched alien in the dark and was like i, I got you You know what i got this i got you i can blend the two let's do this i, I can do this and and then she falls down and then like she, we just see her like bleeding and falling down but her friends get down there and they have no idea where she is because they just see her like equipment Yep, so they open that door, and she, like, half of her body just falls, like, She's dangles. just hanging there. Yep. And then we get, like, it's the next, like, the cops are investigating, and now our writer guy is there. They're trying to talk to the other girl who was there. And she's in, like, deep she's shock. She's in total shock. She, like, can't even respond to anything they're saying. And the captain shows up, and he's dressed in, like, a fucking, like... Like a fancy goddamn like tuxedo. I love I love what the freaking author says because he's like, "What did we interrupt your dinner party?" It's well because <laughs> like he shows up and he's like, "I hope like I hope you're you got some progress for me." And then he looks over and he sees the author. He's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "No, he can't be here. Like I told you, he can't be on this uh, investigation." But he shows up there and he they just shit on each other. It's great. And then, and then the, the, the detective like sidebars they, the like author and is like, hey, you can't treat the... It took me forever to try and like gain his trust on this. And he's like, and you went and like ruined it. And he's yeah. like, but he's an asshole. And the guy's like, like, I, I know. know, but you have to like work with me. <laughs> but also like while, while this whole scene is going on, we see 
from way earlier in the movie, the woman who was doing her laundry and watching the news and making the phone call. So the woman, so the um, author's uh, girlfriend. girlfriend sees her and she's like, I'm going to go try and get some information out of her because she was saying she doesn't want to talk to the cops. Yeah. But she, she'll she talk to, like, an informant. Basically. But she says she knows something. Yeah. So she's like, okay, I'm going to go follow her. So she follows her to this, like, research. So I guess she, she was going to, she's supposed to meet her at this facility. Yeah, because they talked and she said, meet me at this research facility. And it's, like, something, something, like, laboratory or something. Yeah. But she goes there. It's completely empty. And the lights don't work. No lights work. So the whole scene is just caked in fucking blue, which is great, great stuff. Yeah, blue and dry ice. They got the dry ice oh, yeah, working they got overtime. The fog going. They it's got the great. dry ice fog going. It's great. It looks good. And like there's slime, so you know shit's gonna go down. So she's looking around and like she sees like a bunch of paperwork and stuff about like experimentation and stuff. It doesn't really matter because she doesn't know what she's looking for. Yeah. So she has no idea. And then like the alien. God damn it. You did it. I did it again. The fucking creature. <laughs> sorry. Jesus Christ. Okay, so the creature sneaks up on her, and she doesn't really, like, have time to scream or anything. Well, it's just, like, she's, like, kind of in this corner, and then you see, like, the shadow just kind of, like... And she's, like, total like, in fear. Because she looks at it, and it's, like... I mean, it's established that it's pretty, like, tall, like, compared to her, at least. It's, like, fucking towering over her. And so, like grabs her face and does the tongue thingy and you think she's like gonna die right and then the you see the the author guy is at like his office and he gets a phone call and they're like hey it's it's your girlfriend she's um she was attacked and she's in a coma she's in a coma we don't know what happened so then he goes to the hospital and tries to like see her and the doctor won't let her in because but he's telling him that let like, him in because she he's not like immediate family yeah. And he's like, we're trying to contact her family. And he's like, I don't know, like, if that's you're not going work. to like, you're not. She doesn't have any family. Yeah. Can I go in and see her? And she's like, no. And the doctor's like, no. And he tells him that it's like, she's in danger of slipping into like, I don't know what the word he was was that he used, but like a deep, permanent coma, basically. So then, back at the apartment, Lonergan's apartment, he's like drunk in a drunken stupor he's and like the, sleeping on his desk and the detective comes back and he's like tell him we have to stop this like he's like we have to figure out what happened to her like you can't just like like basically like loathe in this like state and then the woman who the woman we've seen before who was gonna do like who's gonna talk to his girlfriend who we saw at the very beginning she shows up and she gives us the uh we get dump. the obligatory exposition dump. Where we find out what the fuck this is. Which is fine, because it's like, you know, it's like an hour into an hour and a half minute. I mean, the scene's only like, like two minutes long. Yeah, and she knows, like, exactly what's going on, because she's basically explaining to them how there was this experiment. He was experimenting. So she went to work for, like, this doctor after college as, like, an internship or something. It's like and... gen- genetic mutations and stuff like that. He was trying to create a new life form. And so he did, mm-hmm. and um, he was going, it was like growing at a rapid rate and everything, and he, he actually He thought it was dangerous. It. He thought it was dangerous because it was growing too fast and becoming too strong. So he's going to destroy it before he left the lab. But, but he passed away. But he had a heart attack and passed away, so he couldn't destroy it. So it was just left unchecked and just like it grew exponentially. Escaped. Into 
what we call um what do they call please it? remind me um it is called Singenor. Singenor. yep like a, a pokemon a pokemon it, it stood f- i don't even remember it was like synthetic genetic organism yes a synthetic genetic organism it's fine is how they explain it which is whatever it's fine it's fine like it just it sounds like a stupid name but whatever it works but she um they're like okay because eventually like they believe her they're like okay but like if we're gonna bring this to a case we need evidence like we need to know what what's going on with this thing and like how we can like potentially destroy it or what we need to do with it and the woman's like okay well i'm gonna go back to the research facility and see if i can find any information on how to kill it on how to stop this thing you know but um so she goes back and they're gonna the two of them are just kind of do their thing and eventually well eventually the remember the detective calls the author and it's like hey like they closed the case they killed some guy in a shootout and they think it's him yep and but then he also tells them like because she told them that the way it kills or its preferred method is that it puts people into like a like a coma it gives them a stroke or something it like feeds off their spinal fluid it it needs spinal fluid to stay alive and that's what the fucking pronged tongue is for and her theory is it's trying to reproduce because it can yes. reproduce asexually but it needs like hosts to, to feed to, off to of. grow new forms and the guy is like, if she's right, and like, it basically puts people into comas or gives them strokes, then there's been like dozens more murders yes. that we don't even like bother investigating. But eventually, the guy like, he's like mapping out like all the deaths, and when well, you see, it's all coming from this like the the center is the research lab. So and he, he's like, oh, this girl's in danger. So he goes there, and I I, I love the part before he goes there though, because he's like he's like she's in danger, and he like opens this drawer. So it's like his gun drawer. <laughs> it's just a, a, a tiny like desk drawer, disorganized as fuck. But it's completely like chock-a-block full of fucking guns. It's great. He just of course grabs there's the like biggest s- one. There's like seven guns in there. Like every detective gun known to man. There's like revolvers and like pistols and like just everything. And I, he, <laughs> he, I grabs he grabs the biggest one. The biggest fucking gun in the entire thing, shoves it in a holster and like goes off to like save this woman. It's great. And and he and um he goes there and she's like, so she's like looking around in the meantime because she hears a noise. She hears like a, it's like a scratching at like a door. And she opens the, this door and it's a door going outside, but this like, there's like a body there. Yeah. And it's the maintenance worker from before. And that's when our, our author guy shows up, right? Yeah. And they see him and. He's like, he's all like blue and like bloody and like has like, it almost looks like a cobweb on his face. And he's um, like vomiting up this like green mucus. Which we'll find stuff. out yeah. what that is. But he's just telling them like it's the, it's in the sewers. It's in the sewers. Yeah, and dies. Like that's how. And now we like, we obviously knew it was using the sewers to get around to killing people. Because his thing, the. the writer's thing was like how's how the hell does nobody see this thing like no one sees it yeah, walking it's like, around it's just traveling around in the sewers that's how and no one sees it they see like where the guy came from so they go down into the sewer 
And they're like investigating, and then they f- come in this chamber, and it's like all these dead bodies, right? Like, well, not even dead. They're like kind of like half alive because they- they're all groaning and moaning and stuff. And you see these things, things like attached to their like, it's it's like attached to their chest. But it's like this like, I don't even know. It almost looks like a fucking like. What am I even thinking of? Like that fossil creature? It's like a big blob in the middle of everything. But it's got like... And it's like pulsating and like... like, And they see that it's like they're feeding off of like these bodies, but those are going to be like the grown creatures. So in one of the coolest shots in the entire movie, the guy pulls out of the gun... And he's like, okay, well, we're going to end this. Well, because he, he, like, goes up to one of the bodies and, and tries... He like, he, like, rips off the the thing that's, like, feeding on off of the guy. And it, like, the guy spews out, like, green goop and dies. And you see the thing next to him, like, screeching. And then he's, you know, he pulls out his gun and he's going to shoot. He shoots it once and then we get this really cool scene of him, like, holding the flashlight and, like, this, like, stylized... Oh, it's like, great. Like, shot of him, like... Holding the gun and the with flashlight. With, like, the blue light. With the blue light, like, harsh blue light on him. And it just looks like fucking cool as shit. Like, a total hero moment. And he just fucking shoots it again. And, of course, it's and, an 80s movie, so it doesn't just, like... The bullet doesn't just make an impact. It fucking explodes the thing. It obliterates the thing. And he starts shooting more of them. And then the Sinjinor... Attacks. Appears and attacks them and, but and they, they run away, off and they run away and we get like a chase in the sewers it's like slowly l- lumbering towards them and they're kind of getting lost in the sewers they try and open like a manhole cover but it won't open it's the same manhole cover that the two maintenance guys came in but it won't open because the guy like sealed it shut and so they go to another like maintenance uh grate well they find like this like place that's like sealed off and there's a grate there, but he can't reach it. So he, like, takes off all the boards, and then he has to go back to get a ladder. Because he saw there was a ladder on the ground. He picks it up. He does shoot the sin- the Sinjinor, like, a few times, but it doesn't do anything to yeah, it. Yeah, it just gets back up. Yeah. So um, they get on this ladder, they go up, and then now they're in a steel work, uh, steelworking factory. In the meantime, the uh, cop, his cop friend shows up at the research lab. Yes. And f- sees the dead body, and sees the tracks going to the sewer, and is like, I, and tells like a guy like, I want, I want a map of where these things lead. Yes. And they're in the meantime, they're running around this like steel mill, and the thing is still chasing them. So they're trying to get out because all the doors are like sealed from the outside, I guess, and the windows, like yeah. everything's. So like they're trying to like find a way like out of this metalwork mm. uh, factory, and so. They go to this one, like, room. It's, like, a office. And um, they think they're safe in there. And, they, like, start. <laughs> he starts looking around. And the Sinjinor, like, busts through the fucking door. And they, like, escape through this little, like, opening in, like, one of the, like... It's, like, a... It's, it's like it's one a of those do- tiny yeah. windows that you can, like, s- snake through. And they go through there, and they're, but they're still, like, trapped. And eventually the guy sees like this contraption it's like a forge press it's like a giant like press and he basically like is tells the woman like i'm gonna like lead the thing here and you are gonna stay here and you have to like we should mention that uh the woman lost her glasses in the sewers and so she can't really see anything and that comes it kind of into play i mean it's not like a huge plot detail but 
it kind of comes into play in this scene because there's like a note and she can't read it. Yeah, because like the guy goes to like do his shtick, and she picks up this note, and we can see on the note it says like if you let this thing run for more than a minute, it like blows the breakers, and then you have to go and like reactivate the breakers, and then the thing will work. And so like she's like standing there trying to read it, and she can't read it, and she's just like. There's something like there's a note here, something about breakers. Yeah, and then the power, the power yeah. goes out because of this. And he so goes, he flips the breakers, and the thing is right there. Yep, and it like starts like picking him up, and you think it's gonna like do that whole like tongue thing, and then the detective shows up with a shotgun and blasts this motherfucker right onto the press. And then he tells the woman like, "Do it, do it!" Like, and then she like stomp, like she like, slams, slams down on the two buttons, and this thing just like gets smushed. And yeah. And then that's the end of the uh, Sinjinor, maybe. Maybe. Um, we do get a quick thing at the end, though. Yep, so the the um, author's, like, girlfriend um, finally starts waking up from her coma because the thing's dead. And, uh, and she, she's, like, she's like, Ted? She's like, Ted, where are you? And, like, she opens the door, and this uh, another Sinjinor comes out and, like, attacks her. And you're like, oh, shit. And then, like, she wakes up and like, is all, like disheveled and just like like (laughs) flop sweating and everything and she's like you can like tell like something's fucked her up and then we get like a shot of the sewers like the steamy sewers and then it like just it it freeze frames on like a dark passage yeah and then credits credits man this movie it was really good like the cinematography alone is like it's just really refreshing to see this kind of like level of like you could tell care. Yeah, they could tell they knew what they were doing. And I know it's a B movie, but I can appreciate oh, yeah. them at least trying, right? Cuz they didn't have to. No. We've seen so many movies where they don't give a shit about They could have been lazy. setting up the shot or anything like that. But like again, I always have to give credit to these movies that actually try. Like they know no one's going to watch these movies. But they still give a shit. Yeah, like it's admirable. It's we it's weird, but it's admirable. Bar- I mean, yeah, like I've never fucking heard of this movie before, and I mean, I didn't. I I really just, didn't expect anything from it's it. It's kind of weird when you see like this level of skill to a movie that like literally no one has watched, that no one gives a shit about. Yeah, like no one fucking cares about this movie. Like it's it's like actually pretty like skillfully made. I mean, for a B movie, I'm not yeah. saying it's gonna be. I'm not. Again, I'm trying not to say it's like a masterpiece or anything, but like it's fun. It is really fun. It's really well done. The script wasn't dumb. Um, like the characters actually felt like real, like real people, like people, which was great. And the I felt, the narrative keeps chugging along. And I'll I'll admit, like the acting was not that bad. No, it really wasn't. I, there was no scenes that were like laughably bad. Oh no. Like, none of the actors did, like, a terrible job. No, there wasn't. There was a few, like, gaffes where, like, the guy, like, (laughs) the author reacting to the guy telling him something on the phone was kind of, like, a little forced where he's like, what? (laughs) Like, it's fine. It felt a little, like, that just feels nitpicky, though. I mean, that's not, like, it didn't take away from any of the movie. It's fine. It's not, but it's not quite the level of the happening. No. Not that. Well, no, it's not that level, but it, it, it 
kind of had that air of like you could tell he was like trying to act surprised but just couldn't quite get it because there's no one on the phone it's um, just yeah yeah um but again like i mean that's like a little tiny thing and if i had to like nitpick a little bit more i would say the monster was kind of unoriginal and didn't look that great but that being said they didn't show the monster a lot so it was Which is- fine I mean, it's a smart choice on their yeah, end. Yeah, it is. Because the monster design wasn't really good. It was, like, kind of stupid, in my opinion. It's... But it was serviceable. It's a guy in a suit. It was serviceable for the movie, and they didn't show him a lot, so it was great. Like, they just showed him killing people. They didn't really, like, show a lot of, like, the full form or anything. No. Um, and I think that was to their advantage, because I think it would have taken away from the movie and kind of been more ridiculous if they showed the monster more, because... It wasn't a great design. No, I mean, the best part of it is, the, like, the face, which is the thing you see the, the most. Because the eyes are kind of creepy, I will admit. But it's like, got, like, the teeth. I would just say it's, like, kind of an original with the whole, like, alien thing where it, like, comes out and everything. Yeah. And, like, trying to, like, reproduce asexually. We've seen that a bunch of times. And it feeds off of living bodies for its eggs but again i uh, and again like this just feels kind of nitpicky because it's just an hour and a half like kind of like you know movie about a genetically modified like creature yeah just going that just murders people and like it's fine for what it is it's a good like it's entertaining it's i don't know it's not bad and you'll get your hour and a half worth yeah out of this it's well made and so uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I would recommend this movie. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're into yeah. monster movies, I I don't see why not. So shitty, pretty. What would you give this? I would give this. I'd say an eight. I think an eight is a good a uh, good thing. It's not quite like masterpiece tier. No, it's not. It's not Death Force or uh, like Witch You Came from the Sea, of just like elevated like Like, beauty like one of those movies where you like sit back and you're just like how is this so low rated yeah where you're just like you're in awe of what you've kind of been through yeah um but fun movie it's a good way to just like spend an hour and a half like just sit back have a few brews with some like bros or some friends and like just hang out and watch like a kind of like a just a dumb little horror movie that's like actually pretty entertaining. Like if I, I don't know if I came across this on my own and watched it, like it's one of those movies where if I watched this on my own, I wouldn't turn it off. Yeah, I wouldn't either. It's not one of those things where it's like, it's entertaining only with friends. Like if you watched it by yourself, I'm sure you'd have a decent time. Like it's still like you can get a good time out of this and like, it it's just fun. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know how else to describe it than that. It's just it's just a fun little movie, um, that has some really well like set up shots and some pretty good directing and some pretty good cinematography. So like simplistic soundtrack acting is okay. Some fun writing. Fun writing. Like I don't know. It's just you know like a kind of a cliche story but who cares it's a, like who cares? it's a horror movie who cares it's a monster movie it's a it's monster not... movie you don't need a like a, a in-depth plot no it's obviously it's not alien but you know 
Very few things can. But it be. but it works. Yeah. Um if you do want to watch this movie, it is on uh Amazon Prime for the time being. Um that's where we watched it. And actually the the film quality is good. Yeah, it's um, not like it's not the best. You can tell that this movie isn't like popular enough to get a like a re an HD like a, a facelift remaster, but it's viewable. Like I I, I wasn't fucking. I mean, it, it didn't give me a headache. Well, it wasn't like the dark where you couldn't see fucking anything. Yeah, it wasn't just potato. Yep, potato movie. So yeah, I know. If you need an hour and a half horror movie that's pretty decent from like the 1980s, just this is, you could do a lot worse than this yeah. one. Um and yeah, so scared to death. I wasn't exactly scared to death, <laughs> but man, I was entertained the whole time. Um, <laughs> oh man. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's all I have to say. It's just, yeah. Watch it. Just go watch it. It's, it's fun. Like, just go watch it and have fun. Yeah, this you is, deserve it. It's 2021. It's a new year. It's a new year. Go fucking have fun. The, you don't have to worry about the fiend anymore yes. or the dark. I mean, we you, have this. You might have to worry about our next movie. I'm not sure. I don't know, but we'll see. You probably do. Yep. Uh, you probably do. I know. I, I see. Alex is the mastermind behind choosing all the movies. I I handle all the other uh, stuff, but uh, he chooses the movies, so he knows what's going to happen. I don't. Let's just say that when you look at movies, there is a threshold to which if a movie's rating falls below that threshold, all hope is lost. Like this one has a 4.2 this, on okay, IMDb, This is low is as fuck. Like per like normal movie rankings, this is low. This yes. is dirt. But we liked it. So... And we've had, like, movies that are rated, like, five stars on IMDb, and they're shit. And they're garbage, yeah. Like, But again, like, a 4.2 is, like, the possibilities there, you know? <laughs> but when your movie's below, like, a three... Yeah, you know it's bad. It's fucking bad. It's trash. Ain't happening. That means, like, no one likes it. That means, There's like... There's not even a cult following. I mean, there might be. I just... I don't know about this one. Look, if this one surprises me, I'll be shocked. I doubt it. We'll see, though. Hey, open mind. But again, we're back on schedule. It's 2021. It's a new year. It's a new year of the podcast. Who knows what's going to happen, okay? It's fine. Well, you know what? We'll survive, no matter what. We'll survive, and the podcast will, like, go on. We survived 2020. Yes. We survived Savage Water and 2020. Yes. All... Savage Water, the worst movie we've ever watched. We, we sat through it. We sat through the whole thing. We did. No fast forwards. Nothing. I didn't even fall asleep. You, you fell asleep during better movies. I know. But Savage Water was so bad, it you just, couldn't even sleep. My eyes were glued to the screen the entire time. Like, you couldn't. It was like it was like nails on the chalkboard while you're trying <laughs> to sleep. Just like, yeah. You can't sleep. Um, but we're back. Uh, 2021, uh, let's go. We're gonna, we're gonna, uh, it's gonna be a good time. I'm Indeed. pretty sure, at least for the podcast. I don't know how the world is gonna take 2021, but we'll see. Only time will tell. The podcast will live. It's like a cockroach. Yes. The nukes may fall. You can't kill it. I don't even <laughs> care if we have, like, 
just like two viewers. It doesn't like if, matter. If we drop down to two viewers, I'm still gonna fucking go like ham on this fucking podcast. The world could end, and we'll we will be your last bastions of hope. They, It'll they be like that fucking night podcast. Be like that fucking guy in Fallout Three who has the radio. Will be us. It's not a radio though. It's just us watching shit movies. Yep, us watching shit movies and then commenting on them and fucking reviewing them for your viewing pleasure to give you some some joy in this world. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, for they mostly come out at night. This has been Will. This has been Alex. And we will talk to you all later. Bye. Hope you had a happy New Year. Wild.